It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets at Jack Wagons. Brad, the big noise, Evans, with you here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast, presented by Suave Cito Tequila. Go to a local Total Wine and more and throw yourself a little betting fiesta with a little bottle of uh, the Suave Cito Love Juice Añejo. Poor for four again. Go to Total Wine and more today. Major League Baseball gets underway on Thursday, and it's not one of those like island matchups being played, uh, you know, in Japan or some foreign country. We got like 15 games. I think every single team is going to be in action, including some of those uh, bitterly cold northern latitude teams who uh, continue to play outdoors. See the Cubs. Kama Chicago, I believe they are at Wrigley Field hosting the Milwaukee Brewers, if I'm not mistaken. It, it's going to be just bone chilling, no doubt about it. But uh, since we got a ride on the mine, and uh, I watched that uh, video that was making the rounds yesterday on social media of JT Realmuto, who got booted from a game after stretching his glove back and asking for a ball for the umpire, said, no, no, I've had enough. You're out of here. I was like, dude, with the quick trigger. Calm down. Take a chill pill. Maybe have uh, a little suavecito, but just relax. Uh, so hopefully uh, you guys will not be throwing out this wager. And this is my MLB future of the day. CJ Crone, right there in your backyard, playing for the Colorado Rockies, who might win 60 games this year. I mean, they're going to be the dregs of the keg. No question about it. And probably in the entirety of the National League. Uh, but Crone, uh, middle of the order producer, over or under 26 and a half home runs, minus 115 MGM. And I say over, good sir. Uh, why? Well, if you look at Crone, uh, still in his power prime at age 33, and has hit the over in back to back seasons on this number. He's had some back spasms in spring training, but uh, should be in the opening day lineup. Uh, last season at 575 at bats, 29 long balls. And you look at the ex-ISO numbers uh, north of 215, which is exactly what you want to see. Number 39 among eligible hitters in that category specifically last year, though he was just number 84 in exit velocity, but still a plus home run to fly ball percentage. And Lundy, as you and I both know from all the games we have attended at Coors Field, uh, the ball really does travel as soon as the mercury inside the thermometer rises. Uh, so that thin air plays a major factor, and I think it's going to be the reason why he hits the over on 26 and a half home runs. Marmy down for 29 this season. Long sweat on this ticket, but early fader follow, my man. Why you got to tie up my money? You dirty bitch. All right. Yeah, I am. I'm a bastard. Uh, no, actually, I, I like this one because, look, it, every shitty team has one guy that you like to be able to bet on. Uh, and with the Rockies, it's Crone. It just is. Uh, yeah. So this is a good futures ticket. If you're just – if you're bored and you don't want to see your money for, like, seven months, sure, <laughs> you can follow Brad – uh, on this one and tie up your money. I, I mean, look, I, all you need there to be is not a, a run on the bank, right? We need no yeah. uh, Silicon Valley bank situation. So you can actually cash this ticket uh, come what, like next November or whenever the hell you'll be able to yeah, cash this? Football season. 
but no, I, you know, Brad's right. Look, the, the Rockies are not going to be good, um, but there's going to be a couple of little highlights that you're going to be able to get in there. And one of them is the fact that the ball is going to travel as soon as it warms up. Now, it's not warm right now. I can tell you that. There's freaking snow on the ground. Um, and <laughs> they're playing opening day in nine days, which is just laughable to me here. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. The Rockies should literally spend the first six weeks on the road. Yeah, like the Cubs in yes. Southern Latitudes or like, I don't know, in California or in a dome, for example. I mean, there go are plenty of opportunities. Go play in Mexico City for, yeah, for three weeks. Do something. Do not try to play baseball here in Colorado until at least Mother's Day. That's the that's the cutoff here. We usually get one last dumping of snow on Mother's Day, and that's about yeah. it. But this is – look. I digress. Uh, this is a good bet if you want to tie up your money because I think he's actually I, – I think he's good for 30, Brad. So I think he's going to get past this number with ease. Have the purple wavers, me amigos, and take the over on C.J. Crone, 26 and a half home runs. With that on the board, let's get some additional bets on the board, shall we, with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, numero cinco on the countdown today. Uh, it's an all PJ Washington, and PJ stands for Prop Jackpot. Uh, hopefully, we're going to cash in in all three of these legs on an SGP slash OGP. So, PJ Washington, 15 plus points. PJ Washington, five plus rebounds, and just one. That's all I need. Stinking block shot against the Oklahoma City Thunder. All three of those legs it. You're looking at a cool and sexy plus 120 at DraftKings. Uh, look at Washington. He's achieved all three of these feats in a single game in five of his last eight contests. A player who's registered at least one block shot, actually, in eight of his last 10 games. Uh, he is coming off a 12-rebound effort against the Dallas Mavericks on 326. And the last time he faced to KC, he had 25 points and five rebounds, so just enough in the rebounding category uh, to make this worthwhile. Uh, that was eons ago, but I think you can replicate the feat. Why? Because you look at Oklahoma City. Uh, they have uh, allowed the six most opponent blocks uh, per game here over the last 10. During that same stretch, the fifth most rebounds per game, the opposition. And you know as well that Charlotte loves to run, so there's going to be a high-tempo, high-possession type of game, which should benefit P.J. Washington in the end. So to recap, P.J. Washington, 15-plus points. P.J. Washington, five-plus rebounds. P.J., give me a damn block shot as well. Plus 120 against OKC at DraftKings. Lundy, are you slipping on some P.J.'s? Fade or follow? Uh, we're not uh, discussing what I wear while I sleep. Uh, that is none of your. That <laughs> well, is none of I know your, you go business. commando. Uh, that is none of your uh, none of your business. Uh, <laughs> what I decide to wear uh, while I'm sleeping. Um, no, this is a solid. Uh, this is a solid play, especially with what he did against OKC back at the end of December. So you put all that together. You're, the the rebounds can always make you a little nervous, but I like what he's been doing in terms of blocking shots. He's playing some defense there. He's slowing dudes down. Uh, I think the points total is right on. We might sweat those boards. We might be looking for one there in the fourth quarter. But other than that, this is solid. Good payday plus 120. Oh, yeah. It's not wrinkly. It's definitely silky pajamas with Mr. Washington. Number four. 
All right, staying in the NBA, let's go to uh, Tyler Hero. And is he uh, indeed uh, going to don a cape uh, in his matchup tonight against the Toronto Raptors? I say no, not in threes made at least. Give me the under two and a half on that. Uh, plus 110. Yeah, baby seduced by the juice there at DraftKings. You look at Hero, uh, a guy... Uh, who's hit the over here in four straight games in this category, shooting the, the, the ball extraordinarily well from outside. Uh, but Toronto in their last 10 games, second fewest three-pointers made in the NBA, giving up just 10.5 in that category, and only 28.9% from the arc. That is it. Uh, Hero uh, has faced uh, the Raptors a couple of times this season. He has combined three for 13 against Toronto in those pair of matchups. So not exactly lighting up the scoreboard, uh, though he is shooting 40.4% from along the perimeter here in the month of March. Uh, to be honest with you, I saw the plus numbers and immediately got sucked in by this. And, you know, given the strength of Toronto's defense, and that's getting out challenging and contesting shots, uh, I don't think Hero gets there by any stretch of the imagination. So under two and a half main threes, Against the Raptors, air Jurassic Park, fade or follow at plus 110 at DraftKings. Oh, see, this this makes me a little nervous. Uh, I don't know, Bradley. I don't know. Uh, just I, I get you. You threw some stats out there, but every now and then, Hero does that little that snarl. You know, that snarl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he just, which is just weird. Uh, it's just, it's odd. <laughs> I kind of like uh, it. But, but he, I, like, I, don't, I don't think I'm doing it. If you're watching the show here on the, the YouTube channel, I, I don't know if I'm getting it right or not. Um, and so he gets that snarl, and then he starts popping threes. Um, but, God, I can't help but, but love this at the plus 110 money. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you on this one, but I'm also not going to be surprised if I later tonight look at the box score and he's made like five. <laughs> Because that's more than he's more than capable of screwing with us like that. But I do think this is worth it with the juice just because of the history and the defense that Toronto plays. Tyler Hero will not be the unknown Avenger tonight. Bet against him. Number three. All right, numero tres. Let's go to the National Invitational Tournament, or not in the NCAA tournament. That is the NIT. Uh, has moved from the Big Apple. Now is being played in Las Vegas, that Final Four. And, of course, I'm a college basketball junkie, and I simply cannot resist uh, the pair of games on the agenda tonight. So on this two-leg alt parlay uh we're taking the totals down uh and uab utah valley i'm going to take it down to 146 and go with the over on that all total in the wisconsin north texas game maybe first of 55 wins i'm going to take the total up to 121.5 and smash the under so over all line under all line plus 116 some sexy juice there available at DraftKings. Uh, you look at UAB and Utah Valley, uh, this game that should be uh, fairly fast. In the month of March, uh, UAB number 36 in adjusted tempo. Uh, you look at Utah Valley in the top 50 in that category as well. And Utah Valley, too, number 10 overall. In the month of March, according to Bart Torvik's uh, predictive metrics, they are number 12 in EFG offense and number 31 in EFG defense. Uh, turnovers have been a problem for them offensively, which could create some high-flying transition opportunities for the Blazers, uh, who are damn good defensively, get a lot of second-chance opportunities, number one in EFGD, and they have generated a second-chance 32% of possessions 
here in the month of March. Uh, I think uh, really this game should be somewhere in the mid to high 70s in the end. This uh, I love the over on that 146 alt line. And then Wisconsin or Texas, the antithesis of UAB-Utah Valley. It is going to be a tussle of tortoises, to say the least, between the Badgers and the Mean Green. Uh, really, North Texas has a Houston type of style about them. Uh, they are the slowest team in the country over the last month. 363 out of 363 Division One teams force a ton of turnovers, get a lot of second-chance opportunities, and jack a shitload of threes over 40% of the time, in fact. And you look at Wisconsin, they're just number 71, according to Bart Torvik over last month, number 228 EFG offense, number 230 in EFG defense, and also relish that slower tempo, number 245 in adjusted tempo over the last uh, roughly 30 days. So, Again, UAB, Utah Valley over 146, Wisconsin, North Texas under 121 and a half on this two-leg alt-line parlay getting created with it, Lundy. Fade or follow, plus 116 at DraftKings. I'm okay with this, but it's because we're going to wind up middling because in the UAB-Utah Valley game, I actually like the under on the straight total at 151 and a half. So mm. you and I are going to middle this one because you're taking okay. the over on the 146. I actually just on the normal line, which I think as of this morning is still sitting at 151 and a half. That's where it was yesterday. Um, and I don't think it's moved yet. Uh, we may see some kind of movement before we get to the uh, to tip off tonight uh, in uh, Vegas. But um, I, I think you and I are going to wind up middling that one. I agree 100% with Wisconsin and North Texas. Um, and in fact, I've got a one-game parlay on that one that I like uh, just built into that game uh, when it comes to the total. And I'm all about the alt line on that one. Standard line is... <laughs> You want to talk about a low total. You were right. First to 55 wins uh, because I think the total is sitting at 115 and a half. Um, so you're buying yourself some points there. So this is a nice way to be able to get action on both games. It is a little weird that they're not uh, at Madison Square Garden. I'm so used to that with the NIT. Yeah. But uh, but you know what, uh, Brad, everything's going to Vegas uh, now. Everything. Um, everything. It, 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 we got teams going to Vegas. Uh, we got, uh, we, we've got, uh, the Super Bowl going to Vegas, everything's going to Vegas. So we just need to move all the tournaments there. And then you and I can just move there, um, and live in a cardboard box, uh, just off the strip. Yeah. And, uh, take in secondhand smoke and accelerate our death if we visit Sin City. But in the meantime, let's score a winner on this two leg alt line parlay. Of course, in the NIT. Number two. Oh, we got more NIT action because I simply cannot resist it. And I'm going to go with Utah Valley. And my God, have we seen the line jump? It is getting steamed up. The cue that Peter Gabriel in the background. Uh, Steam, remember that cut? Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, I know Sledgehammer's up there uh, big time uh, in my top five as well. He's going to be playing at the United Center uh, a little bit later this year. I might have to get tickets uh, for that just so I can belt out some of those memorable tunes uh, from the Gabriel. But now, this line opened at two earlier this week, and now, as of tape time, is jumped to plus four and a half for Utah Valley. And I'm taking the Wolverines uh, in this one against UAB. Uh, I think there's some nice line value here, minus 110 at BetMGM. I already laid out all the data for it. I'll just go ahead and repeat myself. Utah Valley, uh, in the month of March, number 10 overall 
According to Bartorov's predictive metrics, number 12 in EFG offense, a netting 57.4% inside the arc and 42.9% outside of it. And number 31 in EFG defense, 44.4%. Uh, they have allowed inside the arc and only 27.9% from distance i like uab i love jelly walker and his overall game a team that can actually uh, really spin the wheels in transition and score earlier and often there but number 35 in bartorik here this month I, I really think utah valley has got a fighting chance of winning this game i don't think they're going to in the end uh, but they're going to keep it within one possession so i'm all about the steamed up line here i had utah valley a plus three yesterday and seeing a plus four and a half uh, it's even more mouth-watering so lundy are you with me all the wolverines plus a four and a half against uab minus 110 a bet mgm fade or follow uh no i'm a bigger fan of the total in this game than i am the spread especially with all the movement that has happened i think uab is too athletic uh for for utah valley i think this is where utah valley's little fun run uh is going to come to an end and if you recall um i hate utah valley um, I hate everything about them, Brad. If you recall, <laughs> you this is—I know this is—this uh, was my my mega mega parlay that got hosed uh, simply because I mean, when you're when you're winning by three, why on earth would you foul someone taking a three at the buzzer? Um, because that's a four point play and you lose. Uh, that's what happens, uh, Utah Valley. So I hate you. Um, I hate everything about you. Plus, can we talk about how cool the UAB logo is? That whole drag. It's like a Game of Thrones thing going yeah, on with the crazy dragon, which makes no sense when you're the Blazers, by the way. Uh, I don't understand where the dragon comes from. But then again, Stanford is a tree. So, you know, we'll we'll just kind of leave the mascots alone for right now. Uh, no, I actually, I don't trust Utah Valley in this one, Brad. I like the idea that this spread has moved in uh, your favor for Utah Valley, but I, I just, I think UAB is too athletic. I think that's the reason this line has moved is that this is just a bad matchup for the Wolverines. Oh, I love the Wolverines and their two sides as Andy Sandberg's impersonation of Hugh Jackman likes to play. That's why I'm on Utah Valley. Number one. Ah, numero uno, and uh, interesting side note here, and we're sick in the NIT, and uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Conference USA team in this matchup. That is North Texas, minus one and a half against Wisconsin, minus 110 at MGM. But quick note, Lonnie, I don't know if you noticed this, but the CBI champ, Conference USA, Charlotte, right? Uh, you could have an all-Conference USA final in the NIT and in the NCAA tournament. Of course, got Florida Atlantic still alive and kicking a representative of Conference USA. Screw you, SEC. Screw you, Pac-12. And screw you, Big Ten. I love you, but I hate you at the same time. It's all Conference USA, this uh, NCAA basketball postseason. And that plays into this NACUSA uh, Big Ten matchup. I like the mean green here, man. I'm going to lay the point and a half. Minus 110 at BetMGM. Again, you and I believe first to 55 wins this game. Uh, let me give you some background on why I like the Mean Green. Uh, you look here the month of March. Uh, they are number seven is North Texas overall in Bart Torvik's predictive analytics. Yeah, a modest number 104 in EFG offense, but number two, spectacular number two in EFG defense. They're only allowing 38.1% to the opposition from two. That is it. 26.4% outside the arc, 
uh, forcing a ton of turnovers, uh, 19.3% of the time, uh, getting those second chance opportunities, 31.8% of their possessions. Very much Houston Cougar-like, as I mentioned, in the style of play. You look at Bucky Badger, uh, not exactly moving the meter. Uh, number 71 in Bart Torvik's analytics here for last month. Again, as I mentioned, 228 EFG offense, 230 EFG defense. They're giving up 58.9% from around the 10, and I think that is an area where North Texas can really live large, though they do shoot uh, over 40% of their shots from distance. So in a game, that will be the definition of slog. That's why we're taking the under. I also like North Texas laying the point and a half against Wisconsin, minus 110 at MGM Lundy. Fade or follow. Give me all the mean green. Give yeah. me all the mean green. No, I like this one a lot. I'll lay the point and a half. Uh, I think uh, Wisconsin is going to get toasted uh, by uh, the way North Texas does their offense, getting in nice and tight, nice and close, nice and you know, spooning right up against them, and then whoop, laying it right off the glass. Uh, and I think that's what's going to kill Wisconsin in this one. So give me North Texas. Give me the mean green. A little hat tip to my buddy Eric Gray, who uh, is a graduate of North Texas. Uh, and I will be rooting for his mean green tonight because I think this is where Wisconsin uh, comes to an end. Uh, go back, get some cheese curds, dip it in some good marinara, call it a oh. Oh, yeah. Can I join that party? Uh, please and thank you. Uh, before we get out of here, Lundy gets bonus time. Hit me with the other action you got on your betting card tonight, me amigo. Well, I, I've got a few plays that we can have some fun with here. Uh, we're going to go straight to the ice. Why? Well, that's because that's where I live. Um, <laughs> is straight up on the ice, as you guys know. Uh, let me see if I can do this. Hold on. Because you wimped out, Brad. You wimped out. And you said that you don't have a uh, – there we go. You don't oh. have a Team Huevos parlay for tonight, but oh, I we do. We have one. Sons of bitches. Here we go. This is on the ice tonight. These are five money lines in the payday is a plus 557. Ooh, tasty. Uh, over at Caesars. Give me the Boston Bruins. They're at home against Nashville. Give me Carolina at home against Tampa. Give me Philadelphia at home against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, give me Winnipeg, who's on the road, but I like them against a San Jose Sharks team that is debating where they're going to be drafting when we get to the NHL lottery. And then the New York Rangers, they are at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. If all five of those, Boston, Carolina, Philly, Winnipeg, and the Rangers, if they all win just money line plus 557 on the uh, 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 Nate is nuts. Like if we're going to talk about your huevos, uh, we can talk about my nuts, apparently. Uh, so there you go. That is my uh, that's my big time. Uh, uh, parlay for tonight. Look at those purple huevos right there. All right. Elsewhere in bonus time, um, we're going to look at uh, a yes goal in the first 10. Two games that we're going to do. We'll take a yes goal in the first 10 for Vancouver and St. Louis and the same thing for the aforementioned Winnipeg Jets and the San Jose Sharks. If both of those happen, just a two-leg yes gift, you can get a payday there of a plus 152. Uh, points to be had. Joel Farabee 
of the Philadelphia Flyers, a name that has never surfaced on this podcast, but it will this time. Uh, He is actually not, he's on a point streak. He's actually got um, uh, a a five-game streak going. He's got seven points in those five games. But one of the reasons that I like him is we're going down the stretch of the season, and sometimes these teams that are on the outside looking in at the playoffs or they're trying to play with their rotations, his time on the ice is actually about four minutes higher in the month of March than it was in February. He's just getting more opportunities. His line is out there more often. And so I like him for a point tonight. That's minus 125. Kevin Fiala of the LA Kings, same thing. I like him for a point tonight. They're on the road against Calgary. We talked about that one. So you can do those two individually, but if you parlay them uh, together over at DraftKings, you're going to get that one at a plus 192. And finally, uh, two uh, totals that I like. Uh, We're going to play the over on five and a half between Dallas and Chicago. That's just the standard line between the Stars and the Blackhawks. And then I'm going to alt line Detroit and Pittsburgh from six down to five and a half just because I want to get rid of the kiss your sister opportunity. So we're going to bring that one down by the half a goal just so that we don't wind up with a push. So both of those games over five and a half, Dallas and Chicago, Detroit and Pittsburgh. If you put those two together over at Caesars, ooh, plus 202, a nice little payday for you in that one. So uh, there you go. You didn't have a Team Huevos parlay, so we put my nuts on the table. That's what we did. Actually, I am just nuts, and that's what we did. All right, I yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. Yes, I uh, got some giant boulders there, my friend. Well done. Uh, I got just two bonus time bets. Uh, going back to the NIT action, if you just want to zero in on some of the all lines in the North Texas Wisconsin game, this is how I would play it. I would take uh, North Texas straight up on the money line, and I would parlay it with the highest total and the under on that total, which is 125 and a half uh, available at DraftKings. So North Texas on the money line, the highest total on the alt market is 125 and a half. Hit that under. It's plus 125 there at DraftKings. So nice little juice on that play. And then again, purple and the huevos are on the mind. So naturally, I'm thinking about a TCU player, at least a former one, who's now uh, went the Memphis Grizzlies, and that is one Desmond Bain, and I like the over on two and a half made threes tonight against Orlando Magic. A little juicy, minus 140 at BetMGM, but a guy who's been white hot. He has uh, hit this number in four of his last five games. He's averaging 2.6 made threes per contest here in the month of March, averaging 6.6 three-point attempts per game, shooting nearly 40% from distance. That is outstanding. Orlando middle the pack. And three-pointers allowed to the opposition. Uh, They're actually uh, giving up the 12th fewest in the NBA over their last 10 games, but 35.1% along with 117 flat points per game. So Desmond Bain, I think it's a done. It makes you some bank if you tail them on that over two and a half made threes. All right, we're out of time here. On the Fade 5 Podcast, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? Also, Fade or follow us on the Twitter. Uh, check out Lundy uh, and all his free spreadsheet picks. At Nate Lundy, mine as well. At Noisy Juevos. For Mr. Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. As always, until next time, Fade or follow. That is up to you. Juevos Gigante!